Hi, welcome and thank you for listening to the Fearless Adventure podcast. My name is Fearle and I'm taking you with me on a journey. In this podcast, I will give you a glimpse into my location-independent free life. I will tell you about the challenges of online entrepreneurship as a nomad, about finding the right mindset to grow and how you can experience real freedom in your own non-nomadic life. My name is Fearle and welcome to Fearless Adventure. Today I have something for you that is a little bit different than I normally share on the podcast. I have a recording of a masterclass that I gave for the summer of masterclasses. I had this free series of masterclasses that I hosted in the beginning of August 2022. And I recorded one episode that I thought, yeah, this is not really, I'm not going to sell this afterwards. So how can I still use it. So I thought I could turn it into a free podcast episode. So here it is. It is an episode about working less in hours, but still have the same workload. So it's more about working more efficiently, how to be more creative with your time, to eliminate, delegate, and just be smarter with working. And this is a topic that I have recorded a couple of Dutch podcast episodes about a couple of years ago. And it's always a topic I get so much response to. So I thought it was time to share this here in the English podcast. And I cannot wait to dive deeper with you. I hope you like it. It's a little bit different because, of course, it is part of the podcast series, of the Masterclass series. But I still hope that you will enjoy it. All right, so here we go. All right, welcome to this masterclass, the how to work less by doing more. I had to improvise a little bit because the my internet wasn't giving in. I couldn't record this masterclass live. I was kicked out every couple of seconds. I tried it on the Wi-Fi, I tried it on my data, and it just it didn't work. So I decided to just record it on my laptop and upload it as soon as my internet works again. And then we'll see how it goes. All right. So welcome to this masterclass. This is the summer of masterclasses and I love that we're doing this. Uh, If you don't know what this is, this is a masterclass series that I put up for a two week masterclass series. So it's two weeks long every day, a different masterclass. The topics that I've covered so far are digital decluttering, how to use Instagram as a coach, money mindset hacks, how to get more followers in your business, masculine and feminine energy, and love languages in business. You can uh, watch these masterclasses for 48 hours for free, and after that you can purchase them on my website, that's fearlessbusiness.nl slash masterclasses. There is a discount code, you can now purchase them for 11 euros per masterclass, and that code is valid until the 14th of August and the summer of masterclass is until the 13th of August. So you know that you have until day after it ends. So you can still see a lot of those masterclasses and I hope you enjoy this. So welcome to this masterclass. I'm really happy that you're here. We're going to talk about working less and I called it working less by doing more. But what I mean by it is working less while doing the same or while working more efficiently, be more productive. Because I think we're usually just working, 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 and we're not really thinking about what we're doing. So I want to talk to you today about working more productive, being more intentional with your time, and just optimize it. 
optimize your to-do list, optimize your time so you have more time to work. Because I think we are focusing on working a lot instead of living. And aren't we working to live? We're working so we get money so we can have the life that we want. So make sure that you work efficiently so you can actually spend your time on working, uh, living your life. Right, messing working and living up now. All right, we're gonna dive into this. I I started working more efficiently back in 2020 because I realized during the pandemic that I really needed to focus on what makes me happy. Even though there wasn't that much to do in the pandemic, I realized that I really need to make myself a priority, even more than I usually do. And what it looked like was that I made time for long walks in the forest. I made time to go bike riding, to go paddleboarding. I needed to be outdoors more because otherwise it would, would just be inside and be working. And then I would get like, cross-eyed because I was at the screen all day and I didn't want that. So I started focusing on myself a little bit more and that changed a lot. So today in this masterclass, I want to take you on the journey of how to work more productively, but also, yeah, how you're going to divide your time. What are you going to do? So let's dive in in the first thing, and that's systems and your to-do list. So you have to figure out what really works for you. So I got two six systems next to each other in place. I got my Notion, my online tool, and there I got my one big to-do list with everything that I need to do. And I usually organize it on time, I organize it on projects, and I can easily find every task that I need to do for a certain project, and I can find everything I need to do today, tomorrow, next week, whatever. So it is a really fine way to organize everything. So I usually, if I start my working day, I check my notion to see what it is that I'm really doing today, what I already scheduled in. But I also check my calendar because I also work on paper. So I have my calendar and then in my calendar, there is the task that I, yeah, you can probably not see it, the task that I want to do today or need to do, my appointments, the masterclasses, podcasts, meditations, everything I need to upload, that's always in this calendar. So I check my calendar before I really start to pick and plan the rest of the day. So I know everything that I need to do from my notion list and my calendar. And then I think, all right, what are the tasks that I need to start with? And then I make a list prioritized. And for example, I have a list here. It has a couple of things on it and I didn't do everything. And huh, actually I did almost everything. I just didn't cross it off. But Usually I make a list like that and then I start with the three things on one list. I fold the paper a little bit or or I make a new list afterwards, but I like to have three things on my list because that way I am not overwhelmed by looking at my list. So what I do is if I've worked with this, I will just write a new list with three things so I don't get overwhelmed because if the whole paper would be full, I would be like, <gasps> where to start? And I'm not someone who starts at the top, so I just pick something out so it doesn't really work. So that's why I usually fold my paper so I only see three things. But it might work for you that you just have one big list that you work from. Or it might work for you that you start with the task that you dislike or have been dreading the whole time. I usually start with what really needs to get done because that way I know if I lose my flow of working, 
if I stop working, it's fine because everything that needed to be done is already done because that's where I started with. So that for me really works best. So if you're making your to-do list, you really want to keep in mind how big the tasks are that you write down. Because if you're going to write down, I need to build that website, it is way too vague. Where are you going to start? Are you going to start with a homepage, with a blog? Are you going to start with a layout? Are you going to start with colors? What are you going to start with? So make sure that you make it really specific and you divide one big task into the smaller tasks. But I think a lot of people know this already, so I'm not going to dive into that too long. But also when you're making your list, ask yourself, do I really need to do this? Is this something that needs to be done today? And usually there are things on your list that you keep postponing that don't really need to be done. It, it would be nice if it's done, but it's not important. So why do it? If it's not important, if it's going to make a difference, probably not. And you can also ask yourself, is there someone else who can do this? Because if you have colleagues, you can sometimes just have someone else do it and that helps. But it can also be with groceries. Sometimes I ask my parents to do my groceries because I don't have time for it. And they're amazing people. I need to take a sip. But yeah, you just need to find out what works for you and make your list based on that. So I know I can get overwhelmed with two big tasks on my list or too many tasks on my list. So I make sure that my list is built the way that I want it. So yeah, for me, I work in threes, but for you, it might be more, for you, it might be less. See for yourself, go experiment with that a little bit. All right, so if we have covered how you build up your list, if you're gonna eat that frog or you're gonna start with something that really needs to be prioritized, I want you to cut your day in half. Because sometimes you can do the same things that you need to do in half of the time. So cut your day in half. If you work eight hours a day, try to do your day in four. And maybe it will work out that you do everything on your list in five. That's totally fine. You save three hours by doing that. So try doing that. I've been doing this for quite some time now. And at first it was a bit difficult. I was a little bit dreading it. But I realized I lost a lot of time just by scrolling on my phone. I was having my lunch behind my desk. And every time I was having a sandwich, I was scrolling through social media, through the news, to gossip, whatever. Because I thought, well, if I have my lunch behind my desk, I can at least entertain myself. But then when I finished my sandwich, I wasn't done yet with the entertainment consuming. So I would continue that. And then... I kept in that thing and that cost me an hour instead of a 15-30 minute that a sandwich needs to take. So I decided to really do this and go for it and it helped me so much because nowadays I usually work four hours max and I love it. That's who I am. I need to have time to explore. That's why I became an entrepreneur. I need to go to the beach. I am here in Harlem in the Netherlands and that's pretty close to the beach so I love this and I need to Make time for that. So how do I make time? By blocking time in my calendar and making sure that I'm not working when it's beautiful weather out there. So yeah, I cut my day in half and I want you to try it at least for a week and see if you have time, if you gain some time by that. And of course, if you don't finish everything 
see how much time it will take you and just do it anyway or skip it if it's not necessary but really see what it does for you if it doesn't help you totally fine then we'll try a different technique but this is usually something that helps a lot of people so give it a try and see if you're gonna do things in a different way works faster maybe you're gonna work more focused because you know you, you just know all right i only have four hours i need to get going and you're stop wasting your time so i like i used to do so really start by doing this all right another technique that you can use is the pomodoro technique it is um what you're gonna do is you set a timer for 25 minutes and after that you're gonna have a five minute break and in that five minute break, you're really gonna step away from your screen. You're gonna have some time for your mind to think. It doesn't matter if the task that you were doing is done, you step away, you need that break. And you're, you do that for three or four Pomodoro techniques and blocks, and then you're gonna go for a break of 30 minutes. That's your lunch or your coffee, all fine. But make sure that you don't use your screen during your break. Because the break is so important and we usually skip it. Like I just said, I didn't take breaks when I was a freelancer or when I was working at the start of the pandemic. Because, hey, what, I, what did I need to do during the break? So when you use Pomodoro, you, you usually have one task that you're going to do. So that really helps you to get focused and don't get distracted. So you're going to turn off your phone, you're going to turn off your email, and you're just going to work on that one task for 25 minutes straight. And a lot of people say, yeah, but it gets me out of my flow because I have to stop for the Pomodoro. But what it actually does is it gives your brain a little bit more time to breathe and to actually think again. Because otherwise you're just going to completely dive in and that it feels good to do it like that, but it doesn't help you in the long run. So try this out if you don't, if you want to. And something else that you can do is you can really work with theme days or theme blocks. I usually have blocks with, in some block, I have like all my, my little tasks, the, the crappy, crappy block, I call it. But you can just do all the little things like sending emails, making uh, social media content, stuff like that. That doesn't take too much time and it's not really worth doing a whole pomodoro block but you can combine them and make it work so that might be something for you as well all right something else is experiment but when you are going to work because you might not be working at the exact right moment i am really a morning person and i would have never thought that because i usually was always getting creative at the end of the night but i was usually when I was over my sleep and got in the creative process again. And nowadays I realized that I'm really a morning, morning person. And I think I started using the, the Miracle Morning back in 2016. And then I realized that I really loved being early in the office when I was a freelancer. So I went early to the office so I could get a lot of shit done before my colleagues came and dumped stuff on my plate. So it really worked to have my inbox already ready when everyone came in. So I really love getting up early. And the last couple of years, I've experimented a little bit with it as well. But during the hell week, you need to get up at five. And I love that. Just having everything done before everyone wakes up. There's something magical about that. And nowadays, my boyfriend is a train driver and he has morning shift. So he gets up around three. 
Bed is a little bit too early for me, but I usually get up around 5 or 6 and I start working as well. And I really love it. Today was a hard time for me because this masterclass was scheduled in the evening and I am not an evening person. So I thought, alright, I'm just gonna work my day and do something in the night and it's fine. But I really, I couldn't catch my flow because I knew that I needed to work at night as well. So I didn't get my usual workflow. So I really realized that I work better in morning. So tomorrow morning, I'm gonna go for it again. All right. Something else that you can do is you can check what gets you in the work mood, what gets you in the flow. Sometimes you, yeah, you cannot get in the workflow like I had today. And sometimes you can just trigger it a little bit by getting that inspiration. So for some people, it might be go for a walk to get fresh ideas. For others, it's taking a shower, listen to a podcast, write in your journal. Do what works for you to get you going, so to get you in the flow. I know when I'm reading a book or following a course, I sometimes get really into the flow and I'm just doing something. Some other days, it's starting with meditation. Other days, I get in the flow because I'm working on a website and I love doing that. So really figure out what works for you. All right, the next point is use background music or sounds that motivate you. It, it adds on a little bit to the last point because if you use music to trigger you, that of course is something as well to get you into work mode. So for me, I love listening to music when I'm working. And I usually use music without vocals because when I listen to music with vocals, I notice that I really want to sing along. And when I'm singing along, it means that my brain is busy with looking for the words. So half of my brain is already occupied and it cannot focus on the things that I'm doing. So I usually put on music that doesn't have vocals. So piano music or meditation music, something that really goes into it. So I usually look for a track that's an hour long, so I really know when the hour is over and I can get a break or shift to another task. So I have uh, some music on my YouTube channel, Fearless Meditations. I have two meditation tracks on it today, and I really, I use the, the peaceful piano music for quite some time now already, so that's why I thought, all right, I should share it because it's such a good track and I love it. So uh, check it out if you're really into finding the right music. All right, another point is make sure that when you don't work, you really don't work. And that means really unplugging and focusing on living instead of working. And that means stop checking your social media, stop checking your email, turn off your notifications. It is really about living mindfully. <laughs> There's a cat walking by. Um, so make time to meditate. Make time for yourself. Relax. Take a bath. And something that really helped me is because I know I have the right, <laughs> the right system systems in place. I know that I can really let go of getting into the work mode. So if I think of something to do, I just grab my phone, put it on the to-do list, and I will know tomorrow what I need to do. And that can really help you. So make sure that you have your own system. Make sure that you have a place where you put all your little to-do lists on so you can know that you can find it when you want to work again.
but yeah, it's funny because this is something that a lot of people take for granted. Even though we don't live to work, we work to live. So make sure that when you are actually not working, that you're really not working and not still thinking about it. So a task that you can do now is turn off your phone at least once a week for an hour or two so you can fully enjoy. And you can also just check how to turn off your notifications during certain hours. I know iPhone has the do not disturb function that you can really turn it off. And we got the, I know Google has it as well. So just look into it a little bit and figure out how to make it work for you. All right, and then we're gonna get to the last point. Automate or delegate. Make sure that you know that the time that you spend is actually what you wanna do. So make sure that you can cut something in order to get more freedom. So if you don't really need to do a task, don't do it. But if it needs to be done, check if it can be automated because sometimes there are tasks that are so easily automated that you don't re even realize it. So sending invoices is something that you can automate. Um, if you wanna make a blog post for your podcast, that can be automated. So look, Look for certain ways how to make it easier. If you are writing the same emails over and over again, make sure you use a tool that can send out those bits with one click. And then you don't have to do that anymore. Or use the... Um, on your phone, you can set make shortcuts uh, for text as well. So if I would be typing fearless, I know that it gets to my email address every time. Or if I type Gmail, I automatically get my, my Gmail address. So use those little things to automate and make things a little bit easier. And these are, of course, small things, but you can also make way bigger things automated. So certain emails is an easy one, but also the automated replies on Instagram, the automated, um, yeah, just messages you can easily automate a lot of things just look into it i don't know what your business look like so i cannot tell you right now what you can do and if you cannot automate it check if you can delegate it maybe you can hire someone to edit your videos if you don't like that you really need to make sure i am really short of breath i think my dress is <laughs> too high all right uh, i will continue <laughs> But yeah, maybe you can hire someone to do those tasks because you need to make sure that you do tasks that you actually like because otherwise your work joy is not going to be as high if it would be if you were working in your zone of genius. So make sure that you can hire someone that does things that are in their zone of genius. So if you don't like editing your videos, hire someone. If you don't know how to fix something on your website and it keeps getting on your to-do list but you don't do it, Make sure you delegate it to someone. There are a lot of people who can help you with your website. So ask yourself with every task, is this really necessary? For a lot of ta tasks, it is not. All right, so those were the tips. I kept it a little bit shorter because I need to record it and I didn't have that much space on my laptop and I still need to upload it and I wanted to have it done within the time frame that it should upload so that's why i kept it a little bit shorter 
uh, if you want to know more about these things, I have a course. It's called Fiercely in Alignment. And it's a course about living from alignment with a deeper connection with yourself and the world. So I really help you to get grounded, to get more into your body. And yeah, I teach you techniques to slow down and live more from alignment. And it is a pre-recorded course and you will get immediately access to it. But you will also get access to the next live round. I'm not 100% sure when it's going to be, but I think I will host it in the fall again. Because this is one of my favorite courses. And it just, there's so much magic. Magic. (laughs) There's so much magic in this course. And it really changed a couple of lives while doing it the last time. So make sure that you get that course. It's called Fiercely in Alignment and it's 555 euros and you can also uh, have a payment plan that's 222 and then you pay three times. You can go to fearlessbusiness.nl slash fiercely dash in dash alignment. Maybe it's not dash (laughs) hyphen. All right, so fearlessbusiness.nl slash fiercely hyphen in hyphen alignment. I will put a link in the comments. So thank you so much for watching this masterclass. I cannot wait to uh, hear from you what you thought of it. I know it's a short one, uh, but hopefully as good. Do you want more tips? Let me know. I will. Uh, I would love to talk to you about it in the DM and maybe I'll record a podcast about it as well. Tomorrow's podcast, podcast, masterclass is going to be about different income streams as a digital nomad. So if you want to know what time or where I'm going to be live, go to fearsbusiness.nl slash masterclasses. All right, I'm going to upload this and I will see you tomorrow. Ciao. Thank you for getting along on my journey and listening to another episode of Fearless Adventure. Would you like more information on the topic of this episode? Then take a look at the show notes on fearlessadventure.nl. Give your opinion or want to screenshot this episode on Instagram, you can find me and tag me on Instagram at fearless. That is V-E-E-R-L-E-Z, fearless. Can't wait to hear from you and see you next time.